it's been a an odd week I think is a, an understatement there basically are no words to describe what the last week has been like and particularly with us living in New York it, it's um, a very different situation over here to, to where we were brought up and where we both were a couple of years ago um, for sure so just for um, for our listeners we as we said um, before we're based in New York I think just to give some context we the last pod went out Friday a week ago um, since then, after nine weeks of lockdown, there obviously the, the race protests have, have kicked off. And today we just really we just want to give some insight for British listeners or US listeners on what the experience has been like from our perspective, really. We met up at, at Bryan Park, which is a, a large public park in um, sort of midtown Manhattan, in the middle of Manhattan, below Central Park. And yeah, it, was, it wasn't the first time I'd been out on the streets protesting, but I, I believe, Nick, it was, was yours. It's been one of those ones where I think we've all, everyone, I think across the world has been a bit at odds in that it's a really awkward and odd time to be taking direct action under the veil of a global pandemic um, because you're a bit at odds as to whether it makes sense from a virus transmission perspective. Is it a super spreading event? But it kind of felt like this sort of thing is something that's, even bigger than a virus, which is something I didn't think we'd say two months ago. It feels like a real, a really important moment in US history, right? I've, I've been, I mean, there's obviously been quite a few um, over our lifetime and obviously many before, but I certainly feel like it's an incredible time to live and work in the US. Obviously, coronavirus is one thing, but this specifically felt like too important a moment not to sort of galvanize ourselves and lend some support and go along. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, it really is an inescapable thing. But yeah, the protest we went on was largely, I think, whilst we were there taking part for the two hours before curfew, completely peaceful, um, extremely moving. Um, And uh, we believe from sources that we've read since that it did ultimately descend onto a bit of a violent trap, but on a really small scale. And what I think is a really important point to note is that the Black Lives Matter um, district group who were leading that march, and and I, and I kind of feel like this is the case across the whole country. Although I can't speak to that, um, were very adamant that this should remain a peaceful process, and specifically requesting before we even started marching that anyone that um, was of the opinion that it should be a violent protest um, should leave and not take part. And and ultimately ended up being for, for the best part of two hours that we were there until the curfew happened, a completely p- peaceful and, and truly moving. Protest. I think Nick, um, both of us at times were, I think it'd be fair to say, moved to tears by it. Uh, um, and I think anyone that yeah. really was taking part in it was. All right, I'm just cycling to protest. I'm approaching Times Square. A lot of police around, very empty, lots of barriers, everything boarded up. So I'm now going to Bryant Park and uh, give you guys a bit of a glimpse of what New York is looking like. There was a real, there was a moment at the beginning where a 19 year old um, lady who was the sort of New York district uh, president of Black Lives Matter gave a, an incredible speech. She'd actually just come back from Minneapolis and uh, her voice has kind of gone from all the tear gas that she'd experienced. 
she gave a really galvanizing speech which we both kind of looked at each other and were pretty emotional from immediately and that kind of kicked off the the walk But yeah, I think really this week we just wanted to have a kind of open, honest discussion about what our experience of all of this has been living in New York. Um, and I think what we really want to do is offer our listeners uh, the time to sort of educate themselves and have dialogue uh, with friends or family. Or there's a number of different ways that people are getting involved from obviously voting for important elections coming up to consuming as much kind of educational content as possible. We certainly are both of the opinion that we need to keep our personal um, foot on the gas um, to ensure we're really seizing this opportunity to, to help to affect systemic change um, in the country and in the world around racial injustice or racial, racial justice. Um, so I think we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And um, we hope next week um, that we will be able to invite a, a fascinating guest on the show to yeah have a, have a discussion about... Um, their life in, in in America, which is essentially what this pod is all about. So yeah, not not too much more from us. There's a, a list of resources that we've shared, um, which you, we urge you, um, if you so see fit, to, to click on and, and to engage with. Um, but other than that, that is The Englishman in New York, out. Cheers, guys.